With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10... We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday... My newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years. And now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio (laughs) as a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like (laughs) Change.Dork. Change.Dork. And congratulations. You played yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like a million bucks, bucks,
Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Today is it, everybody. Okay? On a real positive note, today is it. Today is the day. You know, uh, when I was in high school, you know, uh, my mother was a Sunday school teacher until she passed. I would walk out the door every morning on my way to school, and my mother used to say, listen to me, son. Hey, don't forget Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And, you know, I didn't think much of it. You know, I was just my mama being religious. You know, my spiritual woman. So, you know, I just took it as that. But as I've gotten older, man, you know, that's registered more and more with me. You know, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. That's pretty cool, man. I mean, what better blessing will you get throughout the day than the fact that he allowed you to live and see another day. See, sometimes, man, when you're young, you don't pay no attention to that. But all you got to do is keep living. Keep watching some people that you know not be here anymore. Go to class reunions and they smaller. See people that you really loved that meant a lot to you leave this world. And all of a sudden, man, immortality starts to matter a great deal to you. Some of us learn this lesson sooner than others. But I know when you're young, man, you know, you think you're going to be here for a while. You think you got time to play around. You think you got time to get it together. You got time to make the mistakes, and you got time to chill. But man, oh, man, almost every full-blown adult that I know will tell you and have said these words right here many times. And I I, I, see the reason I'm saying this is because I want you to hear them because you're going to use them. Man, If I only knew then what I know now, do you know how many people have said those words right there? Because in time, man, you gain so much wisdom. Oh, but it ain't like nobody didn't tell you, though. See, that's the hooker. Somebody told you back then, hey, man, it's best to buckle down now. He said, hey, man, you better quit wasting time. Hey, man, don't stop taking your foot off the gas pedal. Hey, look, do your best at all times. You know, stop stop worrying about that. I'm telling you, son, in a minute, them clubs ain't going to mean nothing to you. In a minute, they're going out all the time. Ain't going to mean nothing to you. I can't tell you how many times I heard all of it. I can't tell it to you. I can't tell you how many times I repeat it to my kids. But, man, today is a different day because today is the day that the Lord has made. So he gave you a shot today. If you, if you woke up this morning or if you're finishing your day on your shift, he gave you a new day. D- nothing bigger than the fact that he woke you up today. Now, why don't you do something about that? Why don't you take advantage of it? How about today? How about if you start today? How about if you stop hesitating today? How about if you stop delaying it today? How about if you stop procrastinating today? How about if you make today the day that you go for it? I mean, man, let's all just decide today. Let's go for it. Let's put forth a maximum effort today. How about today? 
I mean, really, man, what you doing? You ain't, look, man, take advantage of this blessing of waking up. Do something today. So many people are in the doldrums of life or are living in a rut or just merely existing instead of thriving simply because of one, one thing. You just won't do it today. If you would just start the process, man, start that business you always dreamed of. Go look into that other job you always yearned for. Go get the training you need to get the promotion, man. Go back to school, man. Go see what you need to do to lift yourself to the next level. Stop waking up every day seeing how it's going to go and start waking up and do something about how it goes. If you make one step, he'll make two. But you could people people talk about it all the time. Man, it seemed like you always getting a blessing. Oh, man, when you're talking to a person, listen to this. If you're talking to a person and it seems like there's always a blessing coming his way, let me tell you what that person doing. That person is putting one foot in front of the next. That person is putting forth some efforts out there. And that's the only way God can bless you. God can only bless you with your efforts. He can only put his finger on the thing that you are doing or attempting. That's all he can help you with. He, there are no jobs walking up to your door, knocking on your door. But if you beating the pavement, if you sending in the apps, if you online scouring somewhere to work, somewhere to get a job, then God can touch somebody's heart to hire you. But if you sitting at the house every day smoking, every day drinking, but you wondered why you just can't get a job the couple times you done went out there, you got to, if you ain't got a job, you got to look, get, go get one every day. You got to go look for one every single day. You can't take no days off. How about today? How about today if we decide today is the day that we're going to make the move? Today is the day that we stop delaying, hesitating, procrastinating. Today is the day that we take a step in a direction to do something for ourselves, for our lives, for our family, for our wives, for our children, for our community, for our school. Do something today for crying out loud, man. Stop sitting in your own life in just a stew of misery. In your own life. I'm going to tell you something. If you are in a state of confusion, if you are troubling, if you're stuck on what to do next, you want me to tell you what's happening? You're not doing enough. That's what it is, man. See, when I get in a place, man, where I don't know what the next move is, it's because I done usually stalled out. See, this is the way God works. This is the way he's worked for me. Every time I'm busy and I'm about the business of always trying to live my creed, which is ABC. My, my motto is ABC, always be closing. I'm always working on something, something to close something. When you're so busy with the business of improving yourself and doing with yourself and becoming the best you you can be. God is always working on your behalf behind some scene of something that you're in the process of tempting to close. But because you're not doing all you can do, you're limiting you. You are because of your decision not to give you all in all. You're limiting the opportunities for God to put his finger on things and touch them on your behalf. I don't know if the average person really understands or knows what it takes to truly be successful on whatever level you're talking about. But whatever that level is, I don't care what dollar amount you've got attached to it, what level you got. If you have made the decision that you're going to be successful, I think that a lot of people, the average person does not know what that means. 
whatever level you've decided to be successful on. See, that's your level of faith. That's where you see your life at. Well, guess what? You got to maximize your efforts to even get to that level. So listen to me. If you want to be successful at your church, if you want to be successful in your relationship, if you want to be successful down at the daycare center, if you want to be successful at your college, if you want to be successful on your job, guess what? It's going to take all you got in that world to become a success. I don't know why people think that if you don't want to be where somebody else at, you ain't got to put forth that effort. No, no, I wrong. You've got to put forth your maximum effort at whatever role you're trying to accomplish. Lord have mercy, man. How about today, though, y'all? How about today? Today is a good one. Let's make today today. Let's get out of that. Let's get on with it. Stop hesitating. Stop delaying. Stop procrastinating. Start today. Watch God have something to put his finger on there. And that's all you're trying to do, man. To line yourself up with God's grace, you got to put out a lot of effort so God can put his finger on something. You feel me today? I sure hope you do because I'm on one today. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I have your attention, please? You are listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, hmm. which happens to be the baddest morning show in the land. What is it, Jay? Championship team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Today's show uh-huh. is dedicated to everybody, the CWs of the world. Uh-huh. Those of you that work in tight quarters. What? Those of you that Uh-oh. tall with no dough. <laughs> Those of you who label. Yes. Anybody can walk by. <laughs> to Come all on, the CWs. W's of the world. This show is dedicated to the cubicle workers. Everybody in the cubicle. They get it done, man. Yeah. Hang it out. The goal one day is to get a dope yes. in a room. <laughs> get <a> office. <laughs> Daydreaming for other people off. Yeah. There's a lot of freedom in the cubicle, y'all. Mm-hmm. See, you get a dough, you get a little bit more loose. Get loose. Mm-hmm. You know, touching yourself, you know, stuff like that. You had a cubicle. Yeah, you don't do that in the cubicle. <laughs> it's hard to have a porno site on you oh in the Cubicle. They don't tell you who gonna pop by. It's hard to play solitaire. You're looking and looking back. Looking, looking back. You ain't, you ain't even joining porno flip. So congratulations. Today's show is dedicated to all the cubicle workers. All right, that's a good one, Steve. Y'all make the company what it is. It ain't that dude down the hall in the corner with the desk. It ain't him. the door. What's up, Shirley? Hey, Steve. Good morning to you. Happy Friday. What's up, Carla? Hey, Steve. What's up, crew? Junior. Morning, uh. Fool number one. I done done it in a cubicle. What's up this morning? Top of the morning. Jay Allen. Yeah, don't let them walk by and see all your medication in the cubicle. Keep, keep it down low. Keep it yeah, low. In a drawer. Yeah, keep it in a drawer. Yeah. Set it up before you leave the house. <laughs> my son was in my bathroom one day. Uh-huh. You know, I take all types of sub- supplements, you know. Mm-hmm. He said, Dad, what is all these pills? I said, that's life. Now get your ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's life. Life, I'm trying got. to extend it. Yeah, right. Make it yeah, like right now I'm 60. I'm just trying to get 44 more out of this. Squeeze it out. Yeah, 44 more, Oh, man. that's right. You want to be 104. And not be a burden? Or and you want to be a burden? No, I don't want to be a burden, man. I want to be healthy, you know, walking around can still drive if I want to. That's you. Yeah. That's your dreams, not me. What's yours? Clean me! Uh-uh! 
You want to be a bird? You? I need to be clean. <laughs> I need to be clean again. Again. Who, who are you yelling? Who's that Oops. you're yelling? Oops. Oops. You got to come back. I wasn't through. Who's in there, Jay? No, I ain't going to be nobody but that little grand boy. Never? Never is not going to do it. No, no. No. Clean me, uh, never. The one you like. Oh, never? Yeah, I like him, but he only really like me. Never don't really like me. That's the one when he called him, he says, never. Come here, Brayden. Never. I love him. I love him. Never. Yeah. Won't be my son. I can see me calling my son. It's your daddy. Hang the phone up. <laughs> hang it up. It's your father. H hang it up. <laughs> I give a damn who it is. Hang it up. <laughs> That's so sad. Terrell, it's your father. Hang the damn phone up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Don't be ignorant today. Mm, I think so. It's Friday. It always is. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll be back at 32 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Steve, you know, we just came up with some questions. We, we, You know how you love Ask Steve, and we love asking you questions. Now, this ain't uh, CEO or nothing, just regular Steve. Just some questions. random questions, yeah. Okay, all right, I'm ready. All right, uh, oh, oh, well, we, you could just take this one and run with it, actually. This is a Ask Steve. We're, we're going to Ask Steve. Steve, ask you know how you love this. Go. Ask right, let's Steve. let's go. There should be a level of appreciation <laughs> from uh, the upper management for the job you all have done. <laughs> but I'm looking around the room and I don't really see nothing that special going on. Not one person. I don't really see nothing what? that special going on. So, you know, what? I mean, you're in here because there's a check. Uh -huh. The moment I cut these checks, I would expect none of you to come back the next day. I would come for free. And I, we I love would. what we All do. All those are lies. <laughs> we love so now, now that we've got that out the way, I, uh, I have come to the conclusion that your loyalty is attached to a check. <laughs> and mm. therefore, uh -huh. my desires for perfection from you mm -hmm. should be reflective of that check. Okay. All right. Okay. So now, Is that fair? as you all ask your questions today, uh -huh. I will also give you not only the answer, but the rebuttal to that. So y'all can begin anytime you like. Our meeting is open and adjourned. All right, Steve. If you had, let's see, if you made your goal $1 billion. Uh-huh. Would you break us off? And how much? Yeah, if I made a billion dollars and I and I left the radio show early, yeah, I would give y'all something. Well, what would that be? I'd probably everybody get a million. Wow. Oh, how, how, yes. can, how okay. can we how can we look at your books to know that you get <laughs> I don't know it. I, I need to know that you when you close to that being. Because what I don't want is for you to get there and we don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> We're working for years. And then he, <laughs> and then he keeps saying, well, I'm we can't find, we can't find him. If I got a billion, I'm not getting up every morning to do the radio. So he here. So, so you know I'm there. Clue. Clue number okay. one. That's clue number one. Clue number one. And no, you can't look at my book. <laughs> and when you get like 100000 from that billion, I'll let your boy so I can make that deposit over in there and you'll be there because I know the million coming back. You see what I'm saying? $900 million. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to get you in there. Oh, man, it won. <laughs> Going to the strip club. I'm gonna have what? a little celebration. <laughs> <laughs> make it, yo, make it, make it, make it just know that. 
Okay, next question, Shirley. All right. Uh, okay, any, any, you got a question? Go ahead. What do you think you were good at, but you are actually quite bad at it? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. What do I think I was good at, but I'm actually quite bad at? Yeah. Golf. <laughs> you think you're good uh, at golf? Uh, <laughs> I hit a shot one time. I thought I was somebody. <laughs> right after that, I found out I wasn't. Okay. Uh, golf has been a challenge for me. Uh, uh, I was I was headed to be a pretty good piano player at one point. I could have been. Oh, really? I can that, see that. Can I can play. see that. Oh, you ain't bad at piano. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah but I, I could have been really good at the piano, and then poverty struck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no money for lessons. So. That's oh, on my bucket okay. list. I, we didn't have money for lessons or piano. So, piano so Let me ask this question. What is it you do that, that you do with other people that are better than you? Would that be golf? What do I golf? do what? Now, what is it you play that the other people are better than you, but you're playing anyway? Would that be golf? Yeah, I mean, like, I play with the same foursome all the time, man, because we have such a great time. Uh, my boy Blue drive that golf ball way down that yeah, fairway, man. Mm-hmm. If I could hit that, if I could hit my driver like him, uh-huh. they, they couldn't touch me. But I putt better and putt and chip better than all of them. Because I ain't never on greens and regulation, so I got to <laughs> get up there sometimes. <laughs> okay. So I'm pretty good at that so you get a lot of practice, day. right? Yeah. <laughs> you in the rough you, all, all the time. All the day. I'm on the edge. Here's the next question, Steve. If you lost all of your money, if you just woke up tomorrow morning and you were broke again, or your bank account was wiped out, all of that. Could you, do you think you could rebuild? And how, oh, yeah. And oh, how definitely. quickly? Definitely. I, well, I may not be able to get back to where I am right now, mm-hmm. but uh, I could rebuild my income. I could become a millionaire in a, in a year. Get right back to it. Right back. Because it's a state of mind, right? No yeah, I could become a millionaire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. within a year, easily. Easily. Because I understand what it takes. I know the principles. Uh And I know what I'm willing to do. Mm-hmm. Oh. I know what I'm willing to do. So it wouldn't a year. I, I'd be a millionaire before the year was up. Easy. Wow. I Man. know. That's that's quite profound. Well, you can still do comedy. It's just the price. Boy, right let me there. tell you. You go back boy. on the road. Oh, yeah, the oh I'll oh, be, yeah. be on that stage. Oh, yeah. In, in, Make that in, in no time. 45 days from yeah, the moment yeah. I got nothing. Be, 45 days easy. later, yeah. Steve Harvey mm-hmm. live yeah. at the Fox. It's a different it's a different ticket price. But you, it's all right to be homeless when you're living out of your Rose Royce. That's cool. It's all right. That's a, that's a nice homeless. <laughs> I have a serious question. Go ahead. Since we get here, we get here, and we do the show, there's no time that we have a lunch break. What I would like to know, <laughs> when is lunch? When you're not talking. <laughs> you can eat your lunch. <laughs> right. Uh, you quit talking, you could be <laughs> yeah. being a diabetic. I have to have a lunch break. Uh, we have covered that, and your orange juice is in the refrigerator. Can we keep in the office? We have it right here. And we are also a new policy. We are deducting all this Tropicana out your pants. <laughs> 
I just want to ask you something. Yeah, man. Uh, we've been working here, and we have not seen uh, a cost of living raise. Do, do we <laughs> even get them? Ain't going to see <laughs> a cost of living raise. All right, Steve, we'll come back. We have some more questions uh, cool. throughout the I morning. But uh, coming up next, run that prank back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The winning continues at 720 Eastern, 620 Central. We are giving away a chance to get some of Steve Harvey's grand prize money of $1 million. $1 million. When we play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tom? And no, you are not. <laughs> no, you are not. I used to say not. who isn't, but... You know, you've been doing all right lately. Okay. Uh, if you if you want to try and beat Tommy and, and show that you're smarter than he is, go to steveharveyfm.com to register so you can play. You know what it is, Shirley? What is it? I drink smart water. <laughs> it's in the water, Shirley. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news and headlines. But first, Nephew is up with his Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? Here it is. Run That Prank Back. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Regina, please. Speaking. Hello? Yeah, speaking. This is Regina. Okay. Hey, uh, you did a, uh, a bachelor party for me and my boys like about two weeks ago. Okay. Sean, uh, Sean you remember Sean? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Now, listen, when you, um, you was doing a lot of lap dances that night. You remember that? Yes. So how did you get my number? How, how can I help you? You need a party done? I mean, what what do you need? Okay, well, no, no, it ain't nothing like that. I'm saying, you know, you did a lot of lap dances. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, well, listen, you know, uh, that night I was at the party, you did some lap dances for me, but... Okay. What I wanted to tell you was that the lap dances you had did was... The lap dances was $10, am I right? Right, you would be correct, yes. Okay. They were $10. Well, was $10, but I accidentally, I thought I gave you a $10 bill when I really gave you $100. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I need, actually, what I, the reason why I called you was I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that, you know, I'm trying to get that $90 back. Uh, wait a minute. Let me ask you something. First of all, how did you get my number? Well, the dude that, um... Who was dude? Who was dude? That threw the bat, you know, the guy that hooked y'all up as far as doing the bachelor, uh, Billy. Billy, the one that got y'all to come and do the bachelorette party. Okay. But what I'm trying to, you know, tell you is, is that I got the number from him. Okay. Okay. And he told me that I could call you and try to just talk to you about it. Okay. And and you want me to give see, you see, I gave ninety dollars. I had tipped you. I was I was really finna pay you ten dollars. But it was a hundred dollar bill. So what the reason what I'm saying to you is that I want to get the other ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars. Excuse me. I'm not giving you your damn ninety dollars. Hell, when hold you gave me the hundred dollars. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I don't even think you understand. I wasn't trying to give you all that money at one time. I need to get that money back from you. I don't I think you understand. You $10. That's it. The other $90 that I was blown to be. I ain't get my change back from you. I'm not giving you no change back. That $90 was a damn tip. I'm not giving you back. Don't nobody be giving you no damn $100 at one time. What's wrong with you? I'm not 
not giving you no damn ninety dollars back. Yeah, you should watch what you was doing. Cause you should. You gonna give me my ninety dollars? Look, I done already told you. I wasn't even trying to give you this money. I was trying to give you. I was trying to give you ten dollars. That's what I was trying to give you. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. You're not getting nothing. Hell, you should be at home with your wife and your kids. Hey, lady, listen. You don't even understand what what's going on right here. Lady, my. You should have been there. I wasn't trying to, when, when nobody's trying to give you no money. This is a misunderstanding. I need to get hundred dollars back. Now look, I'm already saying I was giving 10, but 90 of that belonged to me. I'm not giving you no damn man. Have you lost your mind? You calling me, waking me up, talking about you you dollars. I'm not giving you that Have you lost your mind? I'm going to give you a tip. But I ain't giving you no $90 tip. You did. You got no $100. I was you was $10. Look, hey, lady, look. I'm not going to sit here and go at it. I'll go at it with, with you all this. Look, I want to get my $90 back from you. No. First of all, if you call me later one more time, I'm going to come find you and kick your ass. Second of all, I'm not giving you no damn $90 back. Thanks for the tip. You should have been there in the first place, like I said. Keep your at home next time. Hey, lady, it's on the real. I ain't trying to go back and forth with you. I, I was, I'm saying is it's been a mistake. I wasn't trying to give you no hundred dollars. All right, so I'm when I give you a hundred dollar bill, that was a mistake. I just want my money back. Ain't nobody tripping with you. Give me my money back. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. I'm not giving you back. That's your problem. You need to go home and tell your wife what you did with the extra nine dollars. So you I'm not trying to get your swap. I told you I want my ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you a Question. Have you ever heard Junior uh, do you? Uh-uh. Come on, Junior. Huh? 
That's it. There it is. Stay in there. Uh-huh. Stay in there. Am I, am I the best that was? Uh, okay. Did I hit it? <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Jacksonville. Here yes, I sir. come. Matter of fact, speaking, speaking of Jacksonville, uh, yeah. I told y'all I'm going to Jacksonville. Duval. Uh, what did I tell y'all? 13th, 14th, 15th. Yeah. Uh, I told y'all it was two shows Friday. <laughs> I told you it was two shows Saturday. I told you it was a show Sunday. I told you that didn't. Yeah. So, so can I say what I want to say? Say it. Sold out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> the nephew has added some more shows. All right, so Saturday, I'm adding a third show, but I'm smart now. That show going to be about 5, 5.30 right there. Now, on Sunday, I got a 9 p.m. show that's jumping off. You understand? That's, okay. for, the, that's for the church folk that had 3 o'clock service. And Monday might be kind of tight, me getting up in here with y'all. Monday might be kind of Oh, you better tight. bring your behind to work. I, talk, I ain't going to be here. I'll tell you that now. Here we go. Here <laughs> we go. Okay. I'm, I'm just please. letting y'all know yeah. what's happening in Jacksonville, baby. I'm, okay, time it in. Added two shows. Five of them sold out. Get it while you can. Come Come on, Sharon. Coming up, it's more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in about 20 minutes after the hour, we're going to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? Up for grabs is a chance to win Steve's grand prize of $1 million. And you can't play unless you register at steveharveyfm.com. All right, Jay, it is time for Comedy Roulette. Very simple. Give us five subjects, put them on a wheel, spun the wheel. Say it with me, Shirley. Spun. Spin. Spun the wheel. Spin the wheel. Where it stop? Spun it. We'll do the damn thing. What you got? <laughs> All right, here we go. Number one, you know you can go to jail for that. Oh, that's a good one right there. Okay. <laughs> can we just stop right, stop right there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> number, t, uh, number two, uh, <laughs> you need to cut that off. All of that. Off. <laughs> All of that. Off. All of that. You need to cut that off, uh-huh. okay? Number three, I don't know what she looks like without a wig on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> number four, really, Jay, number four, get your butt out of my refrigerator. That's not what it says. <laughs> it's it ass. <laughs> And number five, you know you went too far with the joke when... Uh, here we go, baby. Here we go. Spin it, cat. Spun it, cat. What she look like? You go to jail for that. Oh, what you got? Oh, it stopped at number five. You know you went too far with oh, the joke. Oh, that's a good uh-huh, one right there. Uh-huh. All right, guys. You know you went too. You know you went too far with the joke when. Dot 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 dot. You know you went too far with the joke when you see the fruits talking to you saying, "My brother, can I speak to you about that joke?" Hey, my brother. Yeah. Can we have a conversation? Yeah. <laughs> you need to really stop. Yes, oh. we're friends of Brother Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Surrounded by Botas. Oh, when Botas surrounds you, the joke is going too, too far. far. What you got, Jimmy? You know you went too far with the joke when? Oh, this is very simple. When Shirley and Carla say something. Because when they say something, we don't went too far with the joke. They won't never let us go far enough. You can't go too far with no, the joke. No, y'all doing. stop. Y'all we stop. do that every day. Oh, no. Of we can't lives. do nothing when y'all uh, in the room. <laughs> oh, you, you know you done went too far with the joke when your wife pack a bag and say, I'll be at my mama's house. <laughs> That's where I'll be at. <laughs> 
You done went too far with the joke when all your friends say, damn, dog. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a pill sack. I got yeah. one. Like, damn, dog. Like right there. All right, here you go. You know you done went too far with the joke when mm-hmm. someone says, he not looking at you because he's blind. How about that? He's blind. That's why he's not looking at you. Dog, I'm over here. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, when you went too far with the joke. Uh-huh. If you tell a joke, there's only one laugh. There's only one. I tell Junior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't but one leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's time. your boy that wrote it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, Nev. <laughs> you know you didn't went too far with the joke when the person sitting in the audience say, "I'm on my way up there." <laughs> to the stage. Yep. <laughs> you done went too far with the joke, boy. You know you done went too far with the joke when she says, no, I'm not expecting a baby. Whoa. Whoa. I got one in Steve. All right, you know you went too far with the joke when you tell a joke and you go, is this thing on? And the audience goes, Yes. <laughs> It's on. We can hear you. It's just not funny. <laughs> uh, Miss Ann is here with today's headlines. Please introduce her. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, good morning, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. A lot to talk about. President Trump, let's get rid of him first. He arrived in the U.K. yesterday for meetings with Prime Minister Theresa May and the Queen. And Trump was greeted by hundreds of demonstrators and a huge balloon that depicts him as a big baby. The protesters, which represent several groups, are promising more demonstrations today against several of Trump's policies and actions, even though relate, even those related to a guy named Colin Kaepernick and Trump's criticism of Kaepernick's calling attention to police brutality in this country. One of the moments of tomorrow's demo will be when we en masse take our kneel to the American national anthem because there's one solidarity I'm never going to give up on is with black Americans. That's right, they're going to take a kneel today. That was Mirad Kinesh of the Stop the War Coalition who says that tens of thousands of protesters are expected to march through central London today. In fact, a huge crowd has already assembled watching some live pictures there. The Trump administration says it can only reunite 57 of the 100 or so very young children who were separated from their parents at the border. Officials say it's because of concern for those youngsters. They say some of the remaining parents have either been deported or they're in state or federal custody or they have criminal histories or they've been determined not to be the parents at all. FBI Special Agent Peter Schock was uh, grilled by members of the Council of the House Oversight Committee yesterday. He told him that a text message that he sent to his then-girlfriend saying that, quote, we'll stop the election of Donald Trump was written in response to a series of events, he says, including Trump's insulting the family of a fallen American soldier. Schock says his text was meant to reflect his belief that the country would never elect someone who'd behaved like that. But Strzok says he always remained detached when it came to his job. Let me be clear, unequivocally and under oath, not once in my 20 20- 
26 years of defending our nation did my personal opinions impact any official action I took. Republicans looking to see if there was any bias motivating the original probe into the Trump campaign and its alleged collusion with the Russians to put dirt out and fake news on Hillary Clinton. U.S. Justice Department reopening the murder investigation of Emmett Till, the 14-year-old boy who was brutally beaten, shot, and tortured to death on a visit to his family in Money, Mississippi over 60 years ago. Uh, just recently, well, about a few, maybe five years ago, it came out that uh, the woman who said that he flirted with her, the wife, lied. And a lot of people want to see her tried because her lied left left to let to a very, very dis- a brutal death of a young person. Her lie. Today's Beans and Frank's Day, or maybe Beans and Cornbread. Beans and cornbread. We'll be back with more entertainment and coming up at 20 minutes after the hour with Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? I love this game. <laughs> Tommy, please, let's meet our contestant. All right. Good morning. Who is this? Linda. <laughs> Linda, how you doing this morning? I guess I'm doing okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. What do you do for a living? I was a hairstylist. I'm retired now. You was a hairstylist or a beautician? A hairstylist. Okay. You started off as a beautician. Sorry. You ended up <laughs> as a hairstylist. We love you. No, I didn't start off as Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weekend, Linda. What you got playing this weekend? Nothing. Why you got something playing for me? You got some tickets. You about to win some money. Where you calling from? I'm calling from Dallas. No, I don't have nothing for you to do in Dallas this weekend. But let's see if you, oh, you win this money. You Then you'll have some money to do something this weekend. You good with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. All right, and do you think you're smarter than me? <laughs> I hope so. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to see about that. Shirley, this is where this is where it happens. Shirley's going to ask both of us trivia questions. Whoever answers the most questions correctly in 60 seconds will win. It's just that simple, all right? Okay. All right, all right Linda. Uh, we're getting ready to play the game, but first, Tommy, we need you to step out of the studio, okay? I'm so you can't out. hear the questions. Uh, shut up, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait a minute. You don't mind being a what? fool, but stupid insults you? I'm just saying. Go figure, Jay. Uh, 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 I'm going I'm to be a good sport. Uh, uh-huh. Linda, good yes. Good luck to you. Good luck. Oh. Thank you. But I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> With my stupid self. <laughs> All right. Linda, are you ready to play? Yes, I am. All right, Kat, please give me 60 seconds on the clock. What actress played the female lead in the movie Pretty Woman? Julia Roberts. Meteorology is the study of what? Uh, um, the weather. The Heisman Trophy is awarded in what sport? Uh, Heisman, 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 Heisman. Uh, is it Heisman Trophy basketball? What executive producer created the hit dance show Soul Train? Don Cornelius. National landmark, the Grand Canyon, is located in what state? Oh, shoot. I know this. Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon. Ooh. Okay, let's just let me say, uh... Montana. What is the longest-running U.S. primetime TV show of all time? The Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Tommy, you ready? Come Can on we in, find stupid. out. I hope you All right, we'll find out what the crew thinks, and we'll get Tommy back in here when we come back to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? Will it be Linda? Will it be Tommy? We don't know, but we're going to find out right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're in the middle of playing Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? Mm. Tommy is back in the studio. We have our contestant, Linda. Linda. And Tommy, Linda is really (laughs) smart, so I want to make sure you're ready, Tommy. Well, listen, Linda. (laughs) Stop it, stop it. (laughs) You ready, Tommy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kat, start the clock at 60 seconds, please. Tommy, what actress played the female lead in the movie Pretty Woman? Julia Roberts. Meteorology is the study of what? Uh, well. Uh, The Heisman Trophy is awarded in what sport, Tommy? That's football, not him. What executive producer created the hit dance show Soul Train? Peace and soul. Uh, Don. Don. (laughs) National landmark, the Grand Canyon, is located in what state? Uh, Phoenix. What is the longest-running U.S. primetime TV show of all time? 60 minutes. That's right. It does run for hours, right? Because <laughs> he had a... Come on, I got more questions. Oh, man. Not. Nah. Are you listening, Linda? <laughs> Tell him, Linda. Tell me nothing, Linda. It took too long nah. to answer. Linda. Uh, <laughs> all right, listen, Tommy. Mm-hmm. While we tally up the results, I'm going to give the questions and the answers again, okay? All right. I'll listen, and Linda will listen, too. Go ahead. <laughs> what actress played the female lead in the movie Pretty Woman, Julia Roberts. Meteorology is the study of what? Weather. The Heisman Trophy is awarded in what sport? Football. What executive producer created the hit dance show Soul Train? Don Cornelius. National landmark The Grand Canyon is located in what state? Arizona. What is the longest-running U.S. primetime TV show of all time, The Simpsons? It ain't 60 okay. Minutes. Yeah, I disagree. I'm with no. you, Tommy. It's got to be 60 Minutes. The 60 Minutes, minutes still running. It's run for 60 Minutes. Who told y'all that? It's the only show that tells you how long it's going to be on. It's going to be on for 60, 60 Minutes. 60 Minutes was on when The Simpsons started <laughs> and when they finished. <laughs> And the Simpsons, they just started in life. What are you talking about? We have, like, the Jeffersons. More people than that. Now, you're not going to win with the Jeffersons. What? (laughs) (laughs) I can see if it was O.J. Simpson. I never watched no Simpsons in my life. (laughs) The Simpsons came from... She, I love her. She don't even know the Simpsons is animated. (laughs) (laughs) I do know that. All right, well, listen. Listen to this, guys. You tied. You both got three. All right? How about that? Wow. So, <laughs> so we have to have a tiebreaker. So you have yeah. to have a tiebreaker. We have to have a tiebreaker. Here we go. Linda, you ready? What is the most popular board game of all time? Shockers. Linda, say something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> board game. Bad yeah. game. Bad game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to go to another tiebreaker. <laughs> another one? Yeah, what's the most popular board game of all time? It is chess. 
Kiss. Uh, okay. That's Chuckas too. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's another tiebreaker. A male donkey and a female horse's offspring is called a what? Mule. Donkey and a female. I said mule. So hell, I don't. Hell, we don't know. I asked. I- <laughs> what did you mule. say, Linda? I don't know what it is. But I said, I said the ass. Hell. <laughs> What's the answer? <laughs> the answer is a mule. Oh, a mule. that means I can't that believe it. <laughs> uh-uh. um, I'm embarrassed. I am embarrassed. Lynn, I want to. Let me tell you something. Lynn. I had so much fun with you. I want to watch you do somebody hair. I do. I just want to sit in there and watch you, girl. Okay, well, you got my phone number. Okay, uh, okay. All right. Uh, let, let me just say this. If, uh, Linda, you got a $25 gift card, okay, baby? Thank you for Whatever. Thank oh, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you think you're smarter than me, nephew Tommy, you got a chance to win my Uncle Steve Harvey's grand prize of $1 million. Go to steveharveyfm.com to register. And, Linda, make sure you watch The Simpsons tonight. Frank <laughs> phone call coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. But up next, it is the nephew with his prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Can I claim your child? <laughs> no, you cannot. What? It's tax what? time. Can I claim your child? Easy. Let me. Uh, you got all them kids over there. You can give me one. Can I claim your child? <laughs> Spot your boy. <laughs> Come on Crazy. now. Give me one. Here Hello? Hello. Uh, I'm trying to reach uh, uh, Devin. Devin's. Yeah, this is right. Hey, Devin, how you doing, man? My name is uh Curtis, man. Curtis. I was trying to reach out to you. You um, uh, you your 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 son uh, he plays uh basketball with my nephew, man. Um, uh, your son is the one that's on the on the Blazers little league basketball team, right? Yeah, yeah, he plays for the Blazers. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, with my boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything good, man. You know they got a game Saturday and everything. I I seen you a couple times, man, at the game. I don't know if you remember me, man. Uh. Light skinned brother, about about six foot. Yeah, I'm, I probably met you. I probably met you. you. Know, I'd be so intense with the games, but yeah, what's what's going on? Um, uh, well, actually, man, I wanted to holler at you about about your son, man. Um, you you um, do, are you are you are you working right now? Are you currently working? Am I am I working? But yeah, I am working actually. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you have a you have a steady job, is what I'm asking. I mean, yeah. What you what you getting at though? Like, you know, I I, I thought you were calling about the basketball team, like some uniforms. I know we got a game Saturday. You know, sometimes they want donation for sneakers and all that. Like, you know. No, 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 no. What I was asking, so so I mean, you you got a regular nine to five job you go to all the time. Yeah, I got a nine to five. I mean, things is kind of crazy, but hours is kind of short. But you know, I still, I still work. I mean, what was going on? You need a job or something? No, no, no. Uh, I'm just checking, man. See, what I wanted to get at you about, man, is seeing: uh, Are you gonna, are you gonna claim your son uh, on your income tax this year? Hold on, bro. Now. You said, "Am I gonna claim my son on my taxes this year?" Right. I mean, like you, you know, as as a dependent. Bro, you asking some real personal questions now. You know, like we, you, you the guy that you just said you know me from the basketball team that my son play on. 
Blazers, you know, and now you done jumped from the Blazers to do I claim my son on my taxes and do I have a, a steady income? I mean, like, you know, yeah, I, I got I got a steady income and I'm claiming my son. I mean, what you trying to get at, bro? Well, well see, man, what I was thinking, uh, you know, I just wanted to read. You seem like a cool dude when I saw you at the gym, man. What I was going to ask you, bro, is, you know, see, right now, man, when I get through with my taxes and stuff, I'm going to have to owe about $800. But now I see if I claim a child as my dependent, man, they going to give me about 22, 2300. You see what I'm saying? And what I wanted to get at you about, man, is you know, you let me claim as my son, you know, so I can go and get this good hold money. Up, bro, hold up, bro. Bro, I mean, with all due respect, bro. You talking about you want to claim my son on taxes? Hold on, bro. I don't even know you. Uh, you know, you're talking about you seeing me at my son's basketball game. You might be the police for all I know, bro. He sound like the police. No, 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 no. It ain't. It ain't. I ain't nobody gonna come at you sideways like that, man. I ain't. I ain't trying to come like what I'm trying to say, man. Now they trying to hit me off with this 800. Well, see, I can get 2300, man. I I kick you down 250. You understand what I'm saying, man? Everybody cool. Two fifty? You crazy? Now you sound like a joke, bro. Cause now you're insulting me. You telling me you want to claim my child for some where you owe money? I don't even know you, fool. So I can make two fifty, bro. I ain't trying to be on no. Bro, but when I claim my kids, I'm getting the same exact price you getting. I'm getting twenty three hundred too. So what the I look like taking two hundred dollars from? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but I'm the one stuck over here paying the 800, man. I'm just acting like, asking you to look out for a brother, man. You say? Yeah. Look out. You know, my tech been cut from 40 hours a week to 13 hours a week, and I still got these little asking me for Jordan. Michael Jordan, they never put a dime. That's why I'm trying to hook you up with 250, man. Damn, you don't even see a good thing when it's coming at you, bro. Bro, I don't know what you talking about, bro. No 250, bro. When I claim these two little I'm getting $2,300 a piece, bro. What you think I'm going to take two fifty dollars from you for? I don't even know you like that. So, man, you ain't got to you ain't, you ain't trip, man. I understand man. if you was my bro, you my people, you know, maybe we could do a little something. I can understand that. But, bro, you ain't going to give me no two fifty dollars when I'm getting the same thing they offering you, $2,300. This government money, bro. So what is I supposed to do? What am I supposed to uh, do, Devin? Tell me that. I mean, bro. What you supposed to do is go out your seat, claim that little every year, and you'll get what I get for these little that I'm feeding and clothing every day. That's what you're going to have to do. My hours done got cut from 40 to 15 hours a week. I had to go pick me up a little side hustle. You understand? But Rock is in office, bro. You got to change your ways. You out here trying to get me locked up for a government scam. Bro. All I'm trying to do, man, is get this 800 off my back, dog. That's all I'm trying. Man, ain't nobody trying to get no trouble, man. Bro, you still talking about getting you 800 and getting me locked up? Now, you got me up. I'm out here working hard to support my kids, man. Man, I ain't, I ain't finna sit here and no go through this with you man. no more, man. I ain't finna sit here and go through this with you no more. Is you gonna help me with this money or not? Bro, I ain't helping you with bro. I need... And when I see you on Saturday, bro, I'm gonna you up, bro. I promise you, bro. I need your son's social security number right now. That's what I need. Bro, let me tell you something, bro. What you look like, bro? You said you're the light-skinned and you's going about six foot. Bro, when I see you, when I step in that gymnasium, bro, I'm on your bro. You ain't on my, you ain't on Blazers, on Blazers Lakers, bro. You better bring that damn social security number. I think it's a game. I'm going to come find him. 
Okay, cool. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening to me? I don't even know why this is on my phone, bro. Why I'm even talking to this fool? I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. Is you listening to me? Say your last statement you want on your tombstone, bro. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked, baby. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> this nephew Tommy, man. What's up, Devin? What's up, fool? You got me out here going crazy, Hey, bro. man, you got, hey, do you got a boy that you work with named Yeah, crazy Put me up to this, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm a big <laughs> I get to work tomorrow, man. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. We need good daddies in the world, brother. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Hey, one more thing, man. I got to ask you. You got to tell me, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, Steve Harvey Morning Show, brother. <laughs> Y'all are crazy, man. I'm a beat. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't never claimed nobody else child before. No, I'm trying that's illegal. This is illegal. I'm trying now. No, 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 you should be able to claim. You're trying now, Junior? What? Yeah, sure. I'm trying man, now. I want to claim my... God. <laughs> claim one of Steve's. You know, if there's a child come by know. your house, too much. Steve. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Tommy, what you heard you your uncle say. Say it again. I need all my deductions. <laughs> I can't give nobody a damn. Oh, when the last time you got some money back, dog? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he had to laugh at that. 19. <laughs> so, wait a minute, though. So, money, money back from who? You don't even get money back from people. I don't even get money back from people I give it to. Yeah. You ain't, they don't even give you change when you go in the store. Money back. Money back. Oh, you you ain't got no money seat. back? No. You don't got no uh -uh. money back, though. Been a while since he got money. Back. So how much you get back? You they get money back? They send me some back. I'm not going to take it because I'm going to think it's a trick. Right. <laughs> no. I ain't told you about the time I got some money back. You got some money back? This was years ago. The only time I got some money what, back. But you wrote off that Maserati? No. It was Gave you the whole thing that. back, didn't it? <laughs> they it felt was way better. Never mind. Now we see how I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, today's <laughs> Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, this Monday morning, the winning continues at 7.20 Eastern, 6.20 Central. We are giving away a chance to win Steve Harvey's grand prize of $1 million. That is big. We're going to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? And no, you're not. <laughs> Go to Steve Harvey FM to register right now. And uh, now it is time for today's Strawberry Letter, Nephew. If you need some advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to SteveHarveyFM.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Let's please. Go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, she is making me want to fight her. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a wife and a mother of two children. I've been married for 11 years to my wonderful husband, but I recently found out he had been cheating on me for a year. I found out when the woman started calling me. She told me that she was taking good care of him when he is away from home with her. I confronted him about it, and of course, he denied it. I prayed to the Lord to show me the truth. As time went on, I never told him that I was still receiving calls from the woman. She even 
sent me pictures of my husband naked. So there was my proof. He finally came clean and apologized. I was so hurt and angry. I loved and trusted him. He told me um, that he had been trying to stop seeing her, but she was threatening him the whole time. Well, after she sent the pictures to me, he finally left her alone. I forgave him, and we're working on our marriage. But we still have our moments. The problem is, now this heifer won't leave him alone. We have been, uh, we've both changed our numbers and blocked her on all of our social media pages. My husband has made it clear that he does not want this woman. He said he was just in a bad place at that time. What should I do now? I've already beat his behind. Should I beat hers too? I'm tired of her. How can I get her to leave us alone? Please help. Well, that's one way, maybe, if you do beat her behind, since you beat his behind. Uh, I'm not opposed to it at all. But And I have to tell you this, it's really not your responsibility entirely, okay? I'm not mad at you, and I do understand if you want to fight her. She's taunting you. She's stalking you. She's throwing her affair with your man up in your face. Uh, you have forgiven your husband and taken him back. Uh, so what is he doing to stop all of this? Is he just reaping the benefits that, you know, he slid by this affair and he was able to, you know, slide back in with you? What is he doing to stop it all? I mean, you know, there's things called restraining orders. Is he helping you at all or is he just turning his back to the whole thing? I, I blame him for a lot of it, uh, especially the fact that, you know, now that you've taken him in, he's back in your good graces and he's doing nothing. So to me, he needs to stop. You guys need to need to do it together. A united front. Let her know that this is uh, definitely not the way you want to continue in this situation. Steve? Shirley, uh, I think you missed a piece of information here, darling. She said... What, darling? That I'm going to go back over the letter, but she said that what he doesn't know is that she's still contacting him. Uh, oh. So he don't even know about all this. Well, he knew he slept with her. He knew he had an well, affair with yeah, her. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get into that. <laughs> I didn't which, miss that. Which makes yeah. you hold him responsible for all this, so <laughs> nothing he can do no. is going to fix it for you, because you have a... Well, she took him back, uh, You have a... Damn, Shirley. <laughs> oh, Shirley, this man ain't cheated on you. <laughs> I know Shirley, that, you know and I didn't write the letter. But you're taking it on as though he's cheated on you. Let's be forgiving. No, I'm not, Steve. <laughs> no, Shirley, you just sent me a scripture this morning. <laughs> this morning, your scripture was to forgive people uh-huh. the way that Christ in heaven forgives us. Mm-hmm. But there's no forgiveness in your heart for this letter. Whatever. So let me take another approach to this letter. Okay, go ahead. My wonderful husband, this woman says, mm. found out he had been cheating on her. Now, the wonderful husband, that's just at the top of the letter. Mm. After that, he did bat out of hell. He might as well just go on somewhere. I found out when the woman started calling me. She told me she was taking good care of him when he was away from home. See, this a dirty heifer here. She ain't got to do that, but she trying to pry him loose from you. This is a skank move. See, she number two trying to be number one. Rule number one for number twos. Number twos very rarely ever get to be number one. It can happen, but rarely. <laughs> what, nephew? I know how to talk to <laughs> This is for you? <laughs> See. 
She told me she was taking good care of him when he was away from home. I confront him about it, and of course he denied it. Yes. Of course. Yes. You he had to. You first gotta deny it because you gotta balance yourself. The first lie that we always tell ladies is to gather ourselves. <laughs> we got to what? gather ourselves. Cause you, first of all, you surprised us. You've been caught. Yeah. Yeah, Claudia been calling me. What? <laughs> Claudia. She says she takes good care of you when you Claudia. Claw, 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 claw. Hey, who the hell is Claudia? You know who the hell Claudia is. I don't know no damn Claudia. She said, what now? She be taking good care of you when you over there. What? That's a prize. You tell Carolyn. I don't know. Her name is Claudia. See, right there. I don't know this hell. Yeah, right. So now, I prayed to the Lord to show me the truth. Mm -hmm. And as time went on, I never told him. He denied it. I prayed to the Lord to show me the truth. So as time went on, I never told him she was true. She even sent me pictures of my husband naked. Mm. Uh, Now, this is where... Now, we got to come to the realization that we know Claudia. Yeah. Because why is you over there naked? (laughs) But see, he fell asleep (laughs) at the spa. Come on. Come on, boy. Claudia worked at the spa. Right. Get that light again. I fell asleep. She took a picture of me while I was naked. Mm. Because I drank some of that green tea, and I didn't know I went to the doctor. I'm allergic to green tea. <laughs> Why are you I in got a medical condition. Yeah, it puts me out. I'm the only person living that green tea makes unconscious. <laughs> so I fell out naked. Too many lies. So that was my proof. Mm-hmm. Mm. He finally came clean and apologized. We'll continue the letter right after <laughs> All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response to this crazy letter at 23 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Did you know Walmart has free two-day shipping on online orders over 35 bucks? Yeah, well, Amazon Prime just went up to 119 bucks. Oh, yeah? Can you believe that we paid that much just for free shipping? That's a lot of shipping. A lot of shipping. <laughs> so how about instead of paying 119 bucks for free shipping, we go to Walmart.com and pick up whatever without a membership. Spend 35 bucks and shipping's free. Two business day shipping, minimum $35 order. Restrictions apply. All right, Steve, come on. Let's go with part two of your response All right, to now this wife letter. and mother, too, been married 11 years. A wonderful husband found out he was cheating on a woman, was calling her, telling this woman, I take good, good care of your husband when he away from home. She's trying to pry him loose. She number two trying to become number one. Uh, he She confronted him. He denied it, as he should, because there is no proof. You cannot come clean right away. You must gather yourself. <laughs> He, he didn't call her. What are you calling her for? <laughs> what you calling her for? You knew what this was. You knew I was mad. What you calling her for? Mm. He didn't had it out with her. 
He denied it. I prayed. Never told him that I was still receiving calls from her. She even sent pictures of my husband naked. That is where the walls is caving in. Your ass is naked. But, of course, you're not at her house so, You're at the so, spa. You have just come out the steam room. And that steam, between that steam room and green tea, it had knocked your ass. They have towels and robes at the spa. I drank that tea. I couldn't get to that towel. So, Steve, when your lady ch- pushed his phone in your face and say, is this you? What do you do? That is not me. I don't care if my ass is jacked up in the air with my social security number stamped on my ass. That ain't me. You're just denying it. That's just not you. I'm all the way in. That's not me. Oh, wow. That's not me. That's Photoshop. They got that now. (laughs) (laughs) They got that now. That ain't even my thing. Look at it. Uh-uh. You just so security number stamped. Yeah, on my ass. That's not me. (laughs) Yeah. So now, uh, here, let me go on with the letter. Yeah. Uh, So that was the proof. He finally came clean and apologized. I was hurt and angry. I loved and trusted him. He told me, now here the part where he got good at He told me that he had been trying to stop seeing her, but she was threatening him the whole time. That's the truth. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, you are trying to stop. But this ever told every told me she was gonna tell. So I kept on going by there. So she wouldn't tell. And you know she was telling the truth, because didn't she call you? Yeah. I tried to avoid that. Yeah. So anyway, that was the man in me trying to stop. So finally, uh after she sent the pictures to me, he finally left her alone. Because now we know together. this heifer crazy. Get your lives together. Now, now see, the number two crazy now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. But crazy sex is is good. Yeah. That's what's wrong with Men it. Men love crazy. It's good. Oh, man. So, I forgave him and we working on our marriage. But we still have our moments. The problem now is this heifer won't leave him alone. Mm-hmm. We've changed our phone numbers, blocked her on all our social media pages. My husband made it clear he does not want this woman. He really don't. He really don't. He just made a mistake. He getting it together. He said he just had a bad pr- place in time. Been a bad place at the time. I've been, I been there. For a I, year? For a year? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was in a bad place for about 10. <laughs> Shut it up, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, it can happen. I've been in a bad place for about nine. For a whole year. Uh, regroup. Shirley, yeah. I was in a bad place for damn near 10 years. Yeah. Oh, it can happen. I was waiting for a whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what? I just had a bad place. I've already beat his behind. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I hope she beat the crap. Yeah, whatever. That, how that go for you? You ain't dead. Should I beat her too? I'm tired of yes, her. Yes, yes. How can I get her yes. to leave us alone? Now, should I beat her too? I think yes. you should. Yes. Yeah. Ain't nobody mad at yes. that. See, what I think you should. Yes. But yeah. here's some smarter ways to do it. Because yeah, ain't no need of you getting in jail. The group just said. Now listen to me. Here's the deal. Facebook her. Post it on her Facebook page that she is a cheater and a husband stealer. Oh, man, that's good. Post it on her job. Doug, we brought in social media? That she, yeah, this is how you get rid of somebody. (laughs) That she is a husband stealer and a home wrecker. And it's ruining the lives of two babies. There's a term for that. Go ahead. Start with a B. <laughs> no, no. When you when you shame someone uh, publicly like that, um, can you get in trouble for that? 
No, uh, hell no. I think you could do that. This should email her employer. Oh man. See. Ooh. Notify her church. That's the, that's. Oh yeah. Post it in the in the. In Ooh, program. let them read it in the church announcements. Yeah. Ooh, what? Yeah. Ooh, in the church announcements. Because it's house? easy. It's easy. It's easy to hack a church system. Yeah. They got money. They ain't got good firewalls. This is the old deal. You can just drop this information in there. <laughs> Sister Bernice Ferguson <laughs> is a cheater. Yeah. A home wrecker is ruining the lives of two babies trying to take their father from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just you could get on social media. You do her on social media, she'll stop. Mm-hmm. She can't stop all them posts. See, go on her face find all her friends now you send everything to her friends God. has it happened to you um, what just somebody just sending stuff to, about you oh no i'm on tabloids i'm on grocery so you ain't gotta you ain't gotta go with your email <laughs> yeah, you just go to the damn grocery store and see me yeah, you go there and just want a candy bar my ass in your face <laughs> You ain't got to open up your damn Facebook. Bro. Just cat your ass to go down. So he just, he just off the hook. She yeah, just ain't nobody did that to me on social media. You ain't got to. I'm just up in here. Just, I'm dying a slow dog's death. You want some gum. Man, I get yeah. sick of my sisters calling me with their old ass. But my sister Mona, she good. I'm praying for you, baby. Ain't none of that true. We don't believe that about that, baby, bro. We know how you is. Mm. I'm going to stomp that heifer when I see it. <laughs> my sister Mona, man. He's off the hook, huh? Huh? He's off the hook. She took him back, forgave she him. Took him back. He's well, nothing see, happens to him. Well, something has already happened to him. He's paid, Shirley. See, y- y'all want to keep making a man pay. But the man paid. The man is he paying. Took he took a hurt. year out of my life with cheating on her. He didn't take a year out of your life. You were still living. Uh-uh. No, your life was going on. You just ain't know what was going on. He didn't take a but year from your life. now that I do. Surely, the do. man did not take a year out of your life by cheating on you. You had that whole year. But now you that I do, still shopping. You don't get mm-hmm. it back, Shirley. Mm-hmm. See, you evil. Read your yep. scripture. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to break. We'll be back. <laughs> Shirley, you too. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. After the strawberry letters. And you're still mad. Yeah, look, I don't think he's getting his just due. This woman had to go through all this. Yeah, maybe she didn't know about it. She knew something. We have intuition, of course. What do you want else done to him? She's been married to to him for 11 years. He cheated on her, and now this woman keeps taunting her, stalking her, and yeah, the the, the number two, as you called her, and nothing happens to him. She took him back. She forgave him. He's good. But she has to still deal with this. Shirley, a lot happens to a man. First of well, all... Well, not enough. He got busted. Wow. <laughs> he got Damn. busted. He didn't lose any limbs. She done beat the man up. She said she whooped his behind. The, the man got to hit it. This ain't... And what he catching at the house behind this? Because in the letter, the lady said, but we still have our moments. Oh, yes. Oh, and who you think is providing? Oh, yes. yes. Where they come from? See, so that's her. He ain't all scot-free. 
Mm-hmm. But you are unforgiving, Shirley, mm-hmm. and unrelenting. <laughs> and you are Whatever. You're a, a cheater la- and a liar. The Whatever. last two scriptures you sent it. me. He what deserved it. Shirley sent me on Sunday, <laughs> stop <laughs> judging by mere appearances, but instead judge correctly. That's John 7, 24. Yeah. Now I'm just going you... And Jesus. what's the problem? But I'm just going to look at your <laughs> scriptures you've been sending me. No, I'm not text, a, she a not going preacher. by none of them? <laughs> she she ain't went by now one of them, man. <laughs> just a hypocrite. <laughs> just not, thank me. you, Carla. I am not he a hypocrite. Yeah, time, he did, did all he this. He's talking about read your scripture. And he gets yeah. off scot-free. Uh-uh. Yeah. He, she forgave he him. Scot-free, she Shirley. forgave him, but the and woman's still bothering her. But that, that's the ramification. Right, as a result of what he did to her. Oh, let me back up and throw something in the mix that ain't out here yet. What fault in this could the woman, the wife, oh, have no, played? You're done. Come on, no. boy. Uh-uh. 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 This question. is not her fault. Why he had to go over uh-uh. there? I didn't say uh-uh. it was her and junior, fault. And Junior? Junior. But let me ask you a question, <laughs> you be though. quiet. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Baby. Because, and I don't think that women should take on the blame of husbands and men who well, cheat that's on That's what you just that's not, I'm asking you this question, though. But there are times, because let me explain something to you. As I did in the book that sold so many copies. Uh-huh. That I helped. Three Excuse me, that I helped you with. That you Thank helped you very me write. Much. And yes. once again, Thank being you. hypocritical. <laughs> so she noticed, right? I'm not she a hypocrite. This. So let me say this to you. I'm, there is a section in there that I write that the three things a man has to have. Mm-hmm. Loyalty <laughs> and love. Yeah. You have to be loyal to me. Mm-hmm. You have to love me. Number two is support, and number three is the cookie. Okay. Now, let's just say at your house, you're not getting one of those three. Pick which one you'd like to discuss, Shirley. Loyal. So you're not being loyal anymore. Mm-hmm. So you dogging him behind so his you back. Cheat. So or you, you cheat. cheating on him. You could have cheated on him in the past. Or you talk about him behind his back. You don't support the man. Mm-hmm. So that now, means you should go out and cheat with another woman who sends me <laughs> naked pictures of you. You damn who right. Taunts me. Oh, whatever. You damn right. That's what's That's going to happen. Solution. No. Listen uh-uh. to me. No, that just no, It's not a geez. solution. No. But if you are trying, if you're not getting something at home, I'm just telling you the truth. Of I it. can't believe you're trying to make this out to no, me. No, I'm not making it out. Woman. If you're not getting something at home, <laughs> you gonna go get it somewhere. Well, okay, he did that. She took him back. She forgave him. But now this woman is still bothering her. So that's as re- that's because of what he did to her. Absolutely. Right? Okay, so yeah. then he needs to pay. He needs to pay. She, hey, how? She needs to beat his behind. She needs. She beat his she behind. Did that. Okay, she beat so her behind. She, she beat her. She needs to beat her behind. I'm not mad if she okay, does cool. that. You ain't the smartest okay. one in your group. Now, Shirley. what else, Shirley? You need. A and group. neither are you. And, and neither are you, Steve Harvey. Uh, Shirley, I have another I, group. I can't believe you're making this out to be the woman's fault. No, listen to me. I'm not he making just it be out. A, a, a cheater. Oh, he just a dog Shirley, and a cheater. I just threw out a it, what if to you. Mm-hmm. It don't justify what he did, but I'm Absolutely telling you not. why they do it. Sometimes. But when you say that, it sounds like you're justifying it. Do you I got understand what you're saying. that? Hey, it sounds like a, you're. It's justi- a really a strawberry letter. There's really no justifying for cheating. There's no justification it is. for that. It is a it justification is for cheating. <laughs> it is not. There is a justification for cheating, Shirley. It's a justification for cheating when women do it. Yeah, 
Uh-oh. Yes, of course it is. Excuse me? It's a double standard. Excuse me? Yeah. Did you just say there's a justification for when women cheat? Yes, because I'm But there can't be a justification for when men cheat? You can't be signed with her with that right there. Are you kidding me? It's a double standard, Steve. It's double... Do you agree that there are double standards? Yeah, there are double standards. Okay, then. I rest my case. It's so wrong. Oh, what? What is going on? That's some illogical. It is so wrong. You trying to win an argument with me? Oh, my God. Woman? Just as crazy as you're going to send a, 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 I'm so a scripture sorry. tomorrow about this here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thank you. <laughs> He's wrong. He's wrong. He is wrong. And They've been married for 11 years. Is wrong, too. Yeah. Contacting this wife and trying to make her miserable and remind her Absolutely. of the affair that her husband had. She needs her behind and checked. Okay, and, cool. and she wouldn't have yes. done it That's if it wasn't for, for him two. cheating with her. This is all his fault. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Sure. Reading scriptures like that I that I sent to you and yeah, everything. Yeah, but you you ain't being you're not being understanding of this situation. Mm-mm. You know. I'm not, and and I and I'm not understanding unapologetically. But surely, I just told the woman how to fix it. Facebook this woman on her, okay. tell all her friends what she did, post okay. it on her job. Well, maybe she'll write us back, Steve, and let no, us know how that went. No, email her employer and said notify her church. Yeah, put some really pressure on her. Kind of evangelist, huh? <laughs> I'm not an evangelist. Oh no, Lord, she not. Because <laughs> she don't do nothing. She tell. I'm a, I'm a real scripture. That is that is no, not true. Surely, take a week. Off from sending me scripts. <laughs> hey, get yourself together. You need to go up in the mountains. Whatever, man. Whatever. Just make sure you read those scriptures. Uh, I read them. And Lord have mercy. When I read it back to you, like, you don't want to hear it. Which one <laughs> we'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, this is what I'm calling everybody the Steve Harvey Fitness and Wellness segment. Both money. Body, mind, and spirit. We're going to be talking about all those things in the Steve Harvey Fitness and Wellness segment. This is it now. And back again with us is my friend. He's uh, my uh, personal physician. Uh, And Marjorie goes to him also. Uh, He's the co-founder of the Beehive of Healing Integrative Medical Center. It's based in L.A. He's a family medicine instructor at Western University of Health Sciences. He's also an accomplished author, and he's got a new book, and we've been talking about it. It's called The Clarity Cleanse. And what it does, everybody, it outlines a transformative approach to live a more peaceful and healthy life. Well, he's back today with a follow-up for us. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Habib Sadegi. Welcome yeah, back. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank Dr. You. Habib, how you doing, man? I'm feeling uh, so blessed, and it's uh, it's wonderful to be uh, asked to be back. That means I'm doing something right. So thank you <laughs> yeah. for being generous with me. Let me tell you what it was. The crew here was so captivated with some of the things you were telling them. They're mm-hmm. all into Absolutely. it now. You know, you've yeah. gotten oh, like yeah. four brand new clients out of this deal, too, yeah. because they yeah. all are going to come see you. But in this book, let's talk about this The today. book is amazing, by the way. The it Clarity is. Clearance. Shirley has some questions about it. Well, you outline a 90-day process to establish clarity in the mind, body, and spirit. And that's exactly what I've taken as a part of the Steve Harvey Health and Wellness segment. Mm-hmm. I always I want to talk about the mind, the body, and the spirit. But there's 12 steps to the process. Tell us a little bit more about that. How, how, how does a person get started in the 12-step process? 
you know, I, uh, Mrs. Strawberry and I, when I came in, they, they mentioned a particular person. And I said, oh, yeah, I, I was walking by and I saw the TV and, and some of the things that, you know, that they were talking about. And I could feel myself getting angry and opinionated, you know. And uh, look, the book is about um, how I was able to walk away with um, having a terminal illness. And, you know, believe it or not, I'm just really happy that you guys are all healthy. But look, people are sick out there. I mean, you look at the rate of obesity, you look at the rate of uh, diabetes, cancer. Look, one in three women are getting... yeah. Hypertension. Um, one in three women are getting are, are getting cancer. One in two men are getting cancer. So, a way to give back was really to to um, to write this book. And what really saved my life um, wasn't really all that which I learned in medical school. It wasn't. To be very frank, some of what I learned in medical school can easily kill me, right? And there are a lot of dead doctors out there. So, what really? <laughs> Whoa! Oh, hey, what did you say? No, that's real true. Yeah. There's a lot of dead yeah. doctors that's out true. there. Well, yeah. I'm telling you. Look, our profession has one of the highest rate of divorce. Um, you know, the, the, when you look at the doctor's children, they're some of the most arrogant, you know, delinquent children. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the highest, one of the highest rate of uh, drug abuse. Okay. Why? Why is that? Why is it? That how could you be a healer and, and have all that, right? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what saved my life was my auntie. I think I was about maybe 10 and a half, 11. And my auntie lived in a little village and she had chickens. And I remember one day I realized that my auntie was like getting pepper and rubbing pepper underneath the belly of chickens. I'm confused. At that really young age, I'm like, what is my auntie doing, you know, peppering up the chicken? Initially, I thought, you know, they were going to kill the, you know, chicken and we were going to have chicken for For dinner. For for dinner. We did that too. Yeah. That's not what she was doing. I kept asking and she kept smiling and eventually, you know, she said, shh. I'm peppering up the chicken because, it, you know, when I rub pepper underneath their belly, it makes them horny. And they will allow the rooster to have sex with them so that the eggs that they lay will be fertilized so we can get more chicks. Let me tell you something. What? That piece of information saved my life. because so? Because when they gave me the diagnosis, I, I published my entire medical records from City of Hope in this book. Look, they gave me 30% chance of survival. Literally, it's in there. They say 70% chance of micrometastasis, which is really a cuss word. It means you're screwed. <laughs> Look, oh, let me tell you something. What? Something uh-huh. I'm telling you. We're out of here. <laughs> it's what saved me was at that moment when the doctor looked at me and he said, listen, here's what's happening. I realized what my auntie had taught me. I didn't want anybody to pepper me up. Mm-hmm. I okay. didn't lose control. I uh-huh. said, well, wait a minute. God gave me life. And I, I need to go back and I need to center myself and I need to choose from that place of being. And that's what really saved my life. So right now, what is that book about? You know, God bless her. She's so sweet. She said, listen, just be more specific because I, I know you're naive at this, but they're in radio. They can't see you. Look, 
The book is about not getting peppered up. The book and how, how do we how do we human beings are getting peppered up? Maybe they're maybe they're not getting a medical diagnosis that says they're screwed. You know, they might mm -hmm. still, you know, stick a fork in it and turn them over. Maybe their addiction is anger. Mm -hmm. Do you realize how, yes. how many times we are peppering ourselves up? We're driving and we're having full conversations inside our head. Wait a minute. So Doc. Road so, rage. Okay, so hold on. So so let me kind of put this out there for people. So what you're saying is a person has to get back to the core of who they really are and, and look internally and that you have the capability a lot of times to self-heal yourself by ridding yourself of emotional toxins. Yeah, absolutely. But you've got to realize if you're being peppered up, I'm talking about what it means to be a fully mature human being. And I'll mm. tell you, it's a scarce commodity. That's why we're here. Coming up, it's more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, we've got part two of my uh, health and wellness segment, which I've miscalled fitness and wellness. I don't know. <laughs> With Dr. To get Habib Sadeghi. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever it's coming out, it's not me. It's it's the renowned do, Steve baby. Harvey. You know? do, He'll bring it out I, I, of I you, Doc. He will. He'll bring yeah. it out of you. Yeah, I, it has worked for everybody except Tom. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. I just can't get through to him. <laughs> it's like, what does hey, it mean Shirley. to be a fully, you know, fully mature human being? What does it mean for us to hear something that we don't like and we don't lose control? Mm -hmm. And we get to choose from a place of surrender. You know, thy will be done. What does that mean? What does it mean to come from a place of centeredness? Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. That's what this book is. It's an empty cup off the cover. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it's an empty cup. If you can come from a place of emptiness into your relationship, it could be your wife, it could be your husband, it could be your son, it could be your boss. See, so here we go. Mm -hmm. So that's why we say people bring baggage to relationships. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pour Jamaica Blue Mountain in your cup. But if you already got mm -hmm. some ammonia in the cup... You're going to get poisoned. This is not going to taste right. No, I'll give you an example, Steve. I got pulled over. This is today. Here's what I did. The minute I got pulled over, I lowered my window. I stuck both hands outside. The guy comes around and he says, boy, aren't you paranoid? I looked at the guy and said, you know, officer, I have a lot of compassion for you. Your job is very stressful. And anything I can do to make it easy, <laughs> it would be my privilege. <laughs> I swear to God, I could yeah. see tears welling up in this man's eyes. Mm. He looked at me and he says, you know what? Slow down. Have a great day. If my cup was filled up and I'm sitting, I'm going, that's it. Oh, look, I got there because I'm one eyebrow Iranian man and, and he's that's why he's pulling me over. And right. da, da, da. you say one eyebrow Iranian man? Yeah, 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 whatever it is. <laughs> look, right? Come on, Doc. <laughs> yeah. it, look, if my cup was filled up and the guy, by the time he comes in, I'm just like about to explode. Mm. It's like, wow. Wow. That's what we're talking about. Every morning you wake up. Before you start your day, get a piece of paper. Sit down somewhere where you don't have to be disturbed for 12 minutes. Okay. Take a survey of your cup. Here's the question. You start writing. You say, 
what 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 are my thoughts what are my low-hanging fruits of my thoughts my feelings my emotions look last night i had a i had a disagreement i had a fight with my beloved we really did we were talking for two and a half hours we went in the car because we didn't want to disturb the kids mm-hmm. <laughs> but we sat there and we talked we screamed we laughed we cried we loved we hugged until we worked it out mm-hmm. That's it. That's what mature human beings do. Yeah, yeah they I've don't been in amputate. The car for two hours. Oh That's, yeah. Oh, it's serious. Lord, I be wanting to climb out the window. <laughs> Man, God, dog. You stupid. I'm talking about while the car moving though. I just roll out here. I'll I hope Mrs. Marjorie's not listening to. <laughs> no, man, I just man. Oh God, Lord Jesus. But you do but, talk about that in your book, <clears throat> The Clarity Cleanse, twelve minutes each morning. Yeah, it's called Pew Twelve mm-hmm. Purge Emotional Writing. Pew Twelve Pew. 12, purged emotional writing, 12 minutes a day. You start with that, and you write it. Why? When he come back, can we talk about my little one rejecting me the night before? But I ain't got past that part. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got past that Dr. Part. Habib Sadegi, we love you. Thank you Thank so you. much. It's if such a privilege you, to be you, here. You make the room brighter when you when you come I in, when you make an appearance. Thank you so much, everyone. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jay, it is time for Comedy Roulette. Here we go with Comedy Roulette. Very simple. Give us five subjects. Put them on a wheel. Spun the wheel. Say it with me, Shirley. Spun. Spin. Spun the wheel. Spin the wheel. Spun the wheel. We're not going to spin the wheel. We're going to spun the wheel. Spun it. Where it stop? Spun it. We'll do the damn thing. What you got? <laughs> All right, here we go. Number one. You know you can go to jail for that. Oh, that's a good one right uh-huh. there. Right. <laughs> can we just stop right there? Stop right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> number, t, uh, number two. Uh, <laughs> you need to cut that off. All of that. Off. Yeah, that. All of that. Off. All of that. You need to cut that off, uh-huh. okay? Number three, I don't know what she looks like without a wig on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> number four, really, Jay, number four, get your butt out of my refrigerator. That's not what it says. <laughs> it's it ass. <laughs> and number five, you know you went too far with the joke when. Uh, here we go. Baby, here we go. Spin it, cat. Spun it, cat. What you look like? You go to jail for that. What you got? Oh, it stopped at number five. You know you went too far with the joke. Oh, that's a good Uh one right there. Uh All right, guys. You know you went too. You know you went too far with the joke when. Dot 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 dot. You know you went too far with the joke. When you see the fruits talking to you and saying, my brother, can I speak to you about that joke? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, my brother. <laughs> can we have a conversation? <laughs> yeah, you need to really stop. Yes, we're oh. friends of Brother Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Surrounded by bow ties. Oh, when bow ties surround you, the joke is going too, too far. far. What you got, got Jimmy? You know saying... you went too far with the joke when... Oh, Oh, this is very simple. When Shirley and Carla say something, because when they say something, we done went too far with the joke. They won't never let us go far. No, you can't go too far with no, the joke. y'all doing. stop. Y'all we stop. do that every day. Oh, no. Of we can't lives. do nothing with y'all uh, in the room. Oh, you know you done went too far with the joke when your wife pack a bag and say, I'll be at my mama's house. That's where I'll be at. All right, come on, That's Steve. <laughs> you know, you, you done went too far with the joke when all your friends say, damn, dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. That's yeah. Pale I got right one. Like, Damn, dog. Like right there. All right, here you go. You know you done went too far with the joke when mm -hmm. someone says, he not looking at you because he's blind. How about that? He's blind. That's why he's not looking at you. Dog, I'm over here. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, when you went too far with the joke, uh -huh. if you tell a joke, there's only one laugh. There's only one. Hi, Tom Jr. Yeah, yeah. It ain't but one laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's your boy that wrote it. Yeah. Come on, Nev. You know you didn't went too far with the joke when the person sitting in the audience say, I'm on my way up there. To the You know you done went too far with the joke when she says, no, I'm not expecting a baby. Coming up, Steve's closing remarks at 49 after the hour. Gather round, everyone. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, for my closing remarks today, I choose to keep encouraging people and uplifting people and enlightening you all to some of the things I've had to learn on my journey. And I'm not claiming to know more than anybody else. I'm just talking to people from a standpoint of just trying to be an encouraging person from my own standpoint, my own viewpoint. You don't have to agree with anything I say. You have the right to your own opinion, your own line of thinking. So this is not a forced thing. This is just, you know, uh, words of encouragement at the end of the show. So when you start in your day and you're thinking about your road to success and happiness, I've had a lot of um, challenges along the way that I've had to learn how to overcome. And I've had to find different methods and learn from more successful people than myself how to get it done. One of the major things that I learned, and this is very difficult for me to do because of the most useless uh, emotion in the human spirit, which is guilt. Guilt serves no one. But because of guilt, I found it hard to implement this that I'm about to share with you. You've heard the old saying, birds of a feather flock together. You've heard association brings on participation. What that simply means is, if you have a goal in mind, uh, an aspiration, somewhere you're trying to get to, to get there better, quicker, faster, more peacefully, you have to surround yourself with like-minded people. Now, this is hard to do, and I'm going to tell you why it's hard to do for me. Because I was held to a certain amount of accountability by people who just didn't want to see me leave them. So as I began to change my life, change my direction, leave Cleveland, move up, try to come up, do more, try to become more, try not to be the, the person that I used to be. They have words to hold you to them like, man, you got to keep it real, man. Hey, man, don't forget where you come from. Now, not forgetting where you come from is important, but they're saying it from the fact of what they really mean is keep it real. Don't forget where you come from. A lot of those people simply mean don't leave us. 
And it's not your obligation to take everybody with you. You've got to understand that. Don't get held to the emotion of guilt and keep associating with people who don't mean you well. Now, look, that goes to something my father told me a long time ago. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. Some people are in your life for certain periods of time. And that's just it. You have to move on from them. Some of your friends, you just grew apart from. Some of your associates, you just can't keep associating with them all the time. Some of your people, you can meet them at the gym and play ball, but you can't do nothing else with them. That's okay. Stop thinking that because a person labels you their friend, that you now owe them a ride. You don't. Stop thinking like I hurt myself so many years hanging on to people suffering from guilt. What's going to happen to their family? What's going to happen to their ability to get another job? And I've had people use me for years and for years and for years. I finally got to the point where I'm done with that. I finally got to the point. I started learning it a while back, but at 61, I'm telling you, I'm so through with that. I'm so through with feeling obligated to people who ain't really obligated to me. And don't y'all all have them people in your circle right now? Oh, you so obligated to them, but are they really obligated to you? You always looking out for their best interest, but do they ever look out for your best interest? Association brings on participation. If you hang with a bunch of people that cuss all the time, eventually you're going to be cussing. If you hang with a lot of people who do drugs all the time, every time they get together and you just got to be with them, eventually you're going to be into drugs. It's just a part of it. Association brings on participation. If you somewhere and people playing ping pong every day, you don't think you're going to pick up the paddle one day, at least give it a shot? It's how this works, man. So you owe it to yourself to prune the tree. You owe it to yourself to take inventory. You owe it to yourself to surround yourself with like-minded people, to find people who are going the same direction you're going, who want the same same things you want. It's nothing wrong with that. And I'll tell you something else, too. It'll sure make your life a little bit smoother. That's not going to make it easier, but it will make it smoother. Wouldn't it be good to have somebody to talk to that wasn't always telling you why it won't work? Y'all can't stand to have an idea and take it to somebody and the first word out their mouth is why it won't work. So then when they come up with how it will work, all of a sudden now it's their idea. (laughs) Man, you know how many times I've been around people like that? Birds of a feather flock together. If you hang with people who don't do nothing, eventually you're going to think it's okay not to do nothing too. Take inventory. Prune the tree. Separate yourself. And remember, it ain't your job to give nobody a free ride. It is not your job. They will slow your progress down. Right. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all keep that one today. All right. All right Y'all have Steve. a great weekend, everybody. <laughs> All right, huh? Oh, 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 oh,
for all Steve Harvey contests. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You don't put those inside of you. Do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.